I'm Chris. The facts that will be repeated are true. Scientists represent the foremost The hell you say. Wolfman is this one puts great juice all over your pets in the house. He's known as Dog's Raider. Why does that make me think that would be like a Chad and together we're, we're a pair of normal guys. guys. I was ready for it that time. I think so. I went in and did the upturn happy sound. Good voice. job, Chris. Yay! Yeah, you've had time to practice. I w- I've been practicing it for like three months now. You talk to yourself while you're sculpting. I do. Good job. I sir. sit there and I do stuff and go. And we're pair of normal guys. <laughs> Excellent. Listen to voice work by Susan Blue. I do. Mm-hmm. So. If you haven't figured it out by now, we're back. Yep, we are after a hiatus, extended vacation, mm-hmm. the holidays. I like to see it as we uh, we act like our sh- our uh, podcast is a show on BBC. Mm-hmm. I feel like you get I... like a year or so of episodes, and then they just disappear for like a year, well, and you forget about the show. Then all of a sudden, they come back and do like two episodes, and was... they disappear for six months. I was gone because I was battling the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Pestilence and death. And... Whatever the others are. Pestilence ponies? Yeah. My little pestilence pony. Oh, poor little pony. (laughs) She can't hear. (laughs) Oh, so yes, we're back. Uh, Just various reasons. If you you actually like us on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and if you don't, you should. Shame on you. Uh, You you know why we've been gone. Just so. Yeah. We'll We'll leave her there. We're still going, though, and hopefully Chris will get some more episodes up on YouTube. <laughs> well. Because <laughs> I know people have started to really watch those. We're getting comments. We like right. to delete the ones about terrorists, but yeah. the rest are pretty good. <laughs> if you leave a racist or bigoted comment of any type, it will not appear yeah. for very long. Chris filters that. That's right. Life's too short to hate, man. That's right. Hate's a harsh word, brother. It is. Strongly yeah. dislike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I like I don't to use. care for. There you go. Even better. That's right. I don't care for going out and stepping in Sasquatch feces. <laughs> we're, we're not field investigators. No, but, you know, <laughs> it sounds good. We do our investigation behind a keyboard. Well, I used to be a field investigator. For ghosts. I retired. 
Oh, anything. God, we Ghosts do don't jump out from behind a tree and like snap your arm out of place. Ghosts, homeless people, whatever we found when we were out wandering around. Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Chad. Yes. What What's up with you? Ah, well, I don't know. Uh, flu. I had flu over the holidays. I got a respiratory infection. And I'm still dealing with all this uh, wonderful stuff from my grandmother passing. Uh, all the depressing stuff. But I am excited that uh, uh, Crypticon's going to be back in Frankfurt this year. I talked to Jeff Byers with Creature Replica. They've got a really cool statue that's going to be coming out in conjunction with uh, Bob Gimlin. Uh, um, I know there's a lot of good cryptozoology. Seth's got you know, his Kickstarter running. going on yeah, right now. All, all the right. new movies getting ready to come out soon. And Gene's got that Dogman statue that you can get in on if you're a backer on the Kickstarter. So, yeah, there's lots of good stuff going on right now. Well, and, and speaking of that, Chad, I think we're going to start trying to do a new little, I guess, segment uh-huh. on the show. I haven't came up with a snappy name for it yet. That's usually your field. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. That was a show. But, uh, yeah, and it'll be kind of just like some of the stuff you were talking about is if you know or you have any kind of book or convention, any kind of paranormal just happening... Nice pictures you like to send us. There you go. Whatever. Just, you know, we're going to start a little segment of just kind of announcements almost. Like the paranormal uh, corkboard. Mm-hmm. And the paranormal street post. Sure. Light post. What are those called? <laughs> Robot. No. Oh, like, that's in like Africa, what is, South Africa or something. Light post. Telephone pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> so, telephone pole. It'll be like the paranormal telephone pole. Why would it be a telephone pole? Would it be more like a signpost? No. You know how people go around and like Bardstown Road telephone pole? Billboard. Billboards have one thing on them. Informational board in a cafe. I hate you. (laughs) Whatever. This, we're just going to, news and announcements. Okay, fine. Not news, announcements. Announcements, news. News is still separate. (laughs) Well, you're doing the news. I'm just going to pitch in today. So anyway... If you have or know of any kind of news about a convention, paranormally related, hopefully, uh, book, movie. Or if you're an artiste. Or if you're an artist, you want to just say, hey, go to my webpage and look at my cool pictures. Mm -hmm. Just uh, hop on the old uh, Paranormal Guys website and shoot us an email at theguys at paranormalguys.com and yeah. we'll uh, throw that up on the show absolutely and and before we talk about anything else i'd like for everyone to check out cryptic crate too they're they're not a sponsor of the show no. i want to point that out not yet but cryptic crate's got some <laughs> cool stuff um they even sent some more business cards out just said hey you know if you want to send them to us um we'll send them out so people can check out the show but they've got some really neat stuff Loch Ness monster cookie yeah. cutter that's right so if you're into cryptids and you want a little surprise each month <laughs> Uh, then you should definitely check out CryptoCrate.com. It is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, like you said, uh, I know, uh, was it Thursday night, Seth kicked off the Kickstarter for mm-hmm. his next, is it two or three? I think it's the next 900 movies that he's going to be doing. Probably at this point, because yeah. I think the Kickstarters go until the end of February, and within eight hours they met their uh, goal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Seth is funded for you know, the next... 12 water worlds he wants to make. Yeah. Check out uh, smalltownmonsters.com. Uh, the information's there. Also, check them out on Facebook. Uh, you can find out all the details. They've still got plenty of 
Kickstarter packages for you to sign up for. You can get Gene's statue. You can get copies of the movie. You can get posters, magnets. Um, I think Seth's thrown in some locks of his beautiful hair. Um, <laughs> the one on his the his beard hair, not his not his head hair. He won't give that up. No, no. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, so definitely check that out. Seth makes good stuff. Very good, high production quality. He's becoming the next Spielberg, possibly the most important director of our generation. He is. I mean, and he does have that cryptozoologist of the year under his belt. That's right. I've seen him on a shirt. And he must be famous. If you're on a shirt, you know you've made it. I, I'm fully aware. <laughs> but uh, completely unorganized because, you know, we're not officially starting it on this show. But uh, I know since the last show, what, Lauren Coleman has a Mothman book that's uh, came out. He does. Uh, Lon Strickler also has of of phantom words are hard phantoms and monsters uh-huh. has a, a mothman related book that's yeah it either is out or is re- almost ready to come out a lot of activity with lawn here lately book and he's got that show and yeah. so definitely check out phantoms and monsters too if you're like us and you love cryptids and creatures and strange things that go bump in the night and you want to make chris scream because he thinks Black Eyed Kids are peering through the window. They might be. Hey, I have a great idea. Let's talk about it while we're here right now. Sure. Do you remember Homies? Yes. The little um, figures. Yeah, those little figures that, you would get that out of the gumball the, machine. Like, the G cool little kids and their backwards yeah. baseball caps and stuff. I'm thinking right now because and I'm throwing this out there because this is our idea. If you steal it, well, no, you stole it. It's already copyrighted. That's right. I think Chris with yes. his talent. Should make us black-eyed kid versions of homies, and we'll basically we'll have little gumball black-eyed kids. I think we should put them in a fishbowl and my, take them to that cryptic. My talent line. is that just a I have black paint and a paintbrush. No, <laughs> I could get you homies design, and paint them. Oh, you have to design each one of the little black-eyed kids. They can't all be exactly the I same. I just don't take homies that I buy off eBay no. and paint their eyes black. <laughs> no, because I don't think a lowrider T-shirt on a black-eyed kid is going to work out. Quite you don't as know. Well. Maybe they wear that. I don't know. They might. So I, I've got to. I've got to design little. We need little tiny black little, eyed tiny kids. Black eyed kids mm-hmm. that are you know like gumball prize size. You know that's really small. No, they're about that big. I had some homies. Like an inch. Yeah, I don't know. Where <laughs> where have you been getting your measurements from? I'm just ballparking. I don't. Jeez. So you're you're, you're <laughs> saying like, eh. Well, yeah. Bigger than, that. wait, what were those pink wrestling guys? Muscle? Well, yeah. Well, Bigger here, than them? Use this as your scale. My little tiny hand, delicate as it is, I always know that this is a Star Wars figure. This is three and three quarters exactly. It's <laughs> so sad. I know. So, just scale down from there. Eh, eh. You know he's well, going okay, well, to come about Luke Skywalker's tell me knee. This. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Is Yoda. Give me anatomical Yoda size proportions on a Star Wars figure to how tall they should be. Think Yoda figure size. So Yoda. So Yoda was a little smaller than a Jawa. So Luke's thigh. Because Yoda's taller than Luke's knee. There you, well, whatever. You know what I mean. Make it work. Probably about the length of a Snowtrooper's uh, blaster that came with him. But you know what those are like. I know all about Stormtrooper Blasters. I know you do. Schooled me one day when we were at work. I think I passed out for a minute. Whatever. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah, we, we we digress. Exactly. What was this show about again? Uh, black-eyed kids? I don't know. The toys that made us. <laughs> so hey, we're back. Yeah. Hi, everybody. In the words of Dan Heckroyd, we're back. You probably got to work by now and didn't get to listen to any of the actual show. Wait, was that right? Was it Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray that said that? We're We're back. back. It was Dan Aykroyd, wasn't it? 
That's part two. I don't pay much oh. attention to that. Okay, anyway, we need to get back on track. We're getting way... Oh, yeah. we're, this is going to be the... Oh, hey, they have a new show up at... What's funny is Chris Click. is going to edit most of this crap out. Nobody will ever hear ever. it. Ever. We'll yeah. be the only two people that know what ever happened. Outtake. No, nah, I'm, I'm not even editing this show. <laughs> I'll run it through a compressor or something and go, yeah, sounds great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Chris. Tag the theme song on, put her on e- whatever we use. <laughs> Thank SoundCloud. You. Thank you, William Blanchard. Musical genius. <laughs> <laughs> Musical genius. Oh, speaking of, yeah, I'm I want to put that out a little earlier than normally we talk about uh, William Blanchard uh, at the end of the show. But uh, for those who don't listen all the way to the end, first, shame on you. Second, um, William Blanchard is the gentleman that writes the music, uh, which we use here on the show. But he has some really amazing stuff, and he posts most of his stuff on uh, YouTube. YouTube is where a lot of it is. And he has been using the YouTube monetization system on there. Mm-hmm. Well, about a week ago, YouTube came out and hit everybody with with a Nerf bat. It's apparently like unless you have a thousand followers and something like four thousand hours of content or something crazy on YouTube, they're not going to let you monetize anymore. So they're going to take away any kind of monetization that uh, Bill can uh, get from his music on there. So. If you get a chance, go to YouTube, look up William Blanchard, like him, listen to his stuff, just subscribe to his channel. Do us a favor. Do him a favor. Do everybody a favor. Good job, Chris. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it kind of stinks. Why, why did you just draw a uh, vulgar picture on the back of your paper? I didn't. Let me see it. No, it's not vulgar. <laughs> no, let's see it. What? No! <laughs> you're acting like Myra right now. What? No, yeah. I didn't do it. It's just a guy with a mustache. You turn him upside down. Now what is he? <laughs> See his long nose? It's right there. Anyway. Oh. Don't you worry about what I do over here. You just listen. Well, Chad, don't look. Before uh before this gets completely derailed on us. Uh-huh. Crazy train. Why don't why don't we do a couple of quick news stories? I'm here, buddy. Here to support you. This first one's really quick, but it has a lot of oomph to it. Did you double check these to make sure they weren't fake news? Uh, I mean, does it matter? Nah, I don't know. And both the stories come to us from uh, Cryptozoology News. Oh, well, they're authentic. Oh, and you know what they are? A pair of news stories. Feel better. <laughs> I've missed my reverb button. Yep. So anyway, first one. A red Bigfoot is spotted in Illinois. Hmm. A ginger. Ginger Bigfoot. Jonesboro, Illinois. A man in Union County claims he saw a red-haired Bigfoot. The anonymous man says he was at his house, located in the Shawnee National Forest, when the event took place. My pit bull was barking. (laughs) I went to check on him with a flashlight, and the creature was standing there by the fence. Did he spot a torn open bag of potatoes and a bottle of Irish mash laying over there beside it? Standing there by the fence, he told Stan Courtney, BFRO field investigator, about the December 2015 encounter. Well, it's been a while. The man reports that the purported creature, which was about 20 yards away, began staring at him Mm. and the dog. Then he disappeared into the woods. The eyewitness described the biped as six feet tall and exhibiting red hair covering its muscular body. It looked like a football player, he said. (laughs) 
Its face, he added, was hairless and leathery, showing a flat pub nose. I wonder if he meant pug nose. I don't know. And thick lips. Jonesboro, located in southern Illinois, has a population of 1,900. That's a few. There you go. End of story. That was it? That was it. He jumped into his convertible with his other football player friends and drove away. Yeah, I mean, six foot tall Bigfoot's not that impressive. Red Bigfoot? Big red Bigfoot? With white castles? (laughs) What? White castles. Never mind. Just go ahead. What's your next story? You got anything to add to the Bigfoot story there, Chad? No. It was a big red Bigfoot. (laughs) I wasn't there. I'm excited that it was red. They don't know what that is in the South. (laughs) They don't because they don't get big red red Bigfoot in the South. They have to go and drink their cola with their crystal burgers. (laughs) Wow. Pop. Anyway, uh, next story, also from Cryptozoology News. Mm -hmm. Portugal women encounter a Neanderthal. Uh Uh-oh. In Portugal, a woman claims she and her sister saw two Neanderthals. Dos. Dos. Wait, Portuguese. Is that still dos? I don't know. I just said dos because I know what it means too. <laughs> the 83-year-old Sarah Destrella, resident of... Oh, wait, that's a town. The 83-year-old Sarah Destrela. Thank you. Resident told Cryptozoology News uh, she and her sister were caring for a herd of cows when they spotted the two primitive men. Huh. I was five years old and my sister was eight, so this happened uh, almost 80 years ago. <clears throat> we were in a remote area in the uh, Serra de Estrela when we saw two naked men speaking a totally strange language. She said about the 1939 alleged encounter, then we saw them entering a cave. <laughs> well. <laughs> naked men enter cave. So you're in Portugal, you see two mate naked men speaking a strange language. I mean, not everybody speaks Portuguese. Now look, now I'm not going to say this story is not impressive. Uh huh. But one time <laughs> I stopped at a rest stop in between here and St. Louis, and I'm pretty sure there were two naked men that entered the rest stop, and I don't know what language they were speaking. Were they Neanderthals? I they had unibrows. I, I mean, don't after know. this story, they you might I could have seen been. two Neanderthals. Uh, the following day, she explains, they decided to check out the cave with their sheepdog. Okay, but when we reached the cave, our dog didn't want to go in. He kept growling, and my sister wanted to go back. We could smell smoke that appeared to come from within the cave. There was an odd latexy smell. Ugh. Later that day, she reports that when they told their father about the incident, he became angry. I bet. (laughs) Don't go to the man cave. (laughs) He told us he already knew about the existence of these people. Oh, no. (laughs) He said that they were the original peoples who survived in a few numbers, and they were still living in a primitive state. They call them the Blue Oyster Clan. I remember him saying that there were only about a half dozen individuals left. (laughs) The wild people, as the women referred to them, were described as being naked and had a yellow skin color. Huh. In 2015, a man in North Carolina reported to have seen a 10-foot-tall Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. Was he naked? Doesn't say. Neanderthals were a species of humans believed to have gone extinct about 40,000 years ago. Some people, such as a state trooper from Washington who claimed to feed ape-like animals, merely referred to them as Bigfoot. There you go. All up clan in the cave bear. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of 
I don't know about Neanderthals. It sounds like you just have a... Sounds like you got some partiers. A happening club in the cave there. (laughs) There's a... Back then, we didn't talk about the nudist colony next door. (laughs) Oh, man, why'd you stop? (laughs) The hell's going on? Neanderthals. That would more than likely be my children not listening to the don't do anything to make a lot of noise. So there you go, Chad. There was a... There was the Paro news stories for the this episode. Yep, sounds good. Buford <laughs> Pusser. <laughs> okay, standing Neanderthal. And after the break mm-hmm. on this show, Chad. Yes. What are we going to talk about? I think we're going to talk about some sea monsters. Ugh. None of which on this one are from the sea. But well, <laughs> we live in water. There you go. There's dolphins and caves. No, we won't talk Merman. about those. Well, it could be Merman or Sea Spray. Mm. Same voice actor, same voice. But anyway, yes, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some uh, very unnessy like uh, lake and or river monsters. Groovy. from the break hello 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 very excited aren't you i am like lake monsters i do i I like uh aquatic entities of unknown origin exactly everybody does i think that's why you know anybody thinks of cryptids naturally right now the first thing anybody thinks is bigfoot but Uh, i I think the number two go-to would probably be the loch ness monster i thought they were thinking of um currency Oh, it's cri- 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 cryptocurrency. Oh, whatever. Oh, okay. I don't read the news. $100 million. $100 million! Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chad's getting angry that he didn't come up with Bitcoin. <laughs> wish or, I'd, or Facebook. Wish, or, I'd, wish I'd thought of that when I was playing Super Mario Brothers. Amazon or... Yeah, any of that stuff. Right, so... <laughs> Continue, sir. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, your second go-to on cryptids, I, I think, is going to be... Nessie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What about Mothman? I mean, he's on the top five, but I would think number two would probably be Nessie still. Yeah, I usually go Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, and then... Meth Hog. Meth Hog. I think Meth Hog's right up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably right up there with your big ones, you know, Bigfoot, Nessie, Jersey Devil, Mothman, Chupacabra, Mm -hmm. Meth Hog. Yeah. I agree. Being from Kentucky, meth hog is just a leering presence over your shoulder every day. Always, every time you step outside, is, this, like, is this when it happens? I don't like to pee in the yard anymore. Is this when the meth hog gets me? Because <clears throat> a meth hog might be there. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. 
So, uh, in this one, uh, Chad, when I was looking up the uh, little creatures to talk about, I figured, uh, you know, everybody knows that standard old plesiosaur-looking lake monster. Petals. Yeah. And uh, North America has over 20 of that type just right here. Mm-hmm. So, we're going with some that don't really fit that bill of the uh, normal, you know, finned, big-bodied, long-necked, plesiosaur-looking thing. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yep. So, uh, nice. Why don't you go ahead and start us off with one there, Chad? Well, we'll talk about one that I do enjoy the name of, at least. What is it? It's called the White Monkey. White Monkey. White Monkey. Don't don't, don't ride the White Monkey. He's over the Saco River in Maine, one of your favorite places. Maine. You got your bat box from Maine, didn't you? Yeah. What about your, you got a bell, too, didn't you? I have a ship's bell wind chime. I have a uh, old retired uh, lobster pot buoy. Mm. Thought we need more ship's bell. The legend of the Saco River curse and the amphibious monster that lives in the river goes back to 1547. 1547? A tribe of Indians <laughs> lived on the Saco Island and they worshipped a river monster. Ooh. Sounds like something you should do. I mean, yeah. One night that year, three drunken sailors paddled over to Saco Island, kidnapped a mother and child, and tossed them off Saco Falls. Believing that they'd survive the fall, well, they didn't. The husband just happened to be the tribe shaman, and he put a curse on the water, asking the river monster to kill three white men each year. The curse apparently worked. The waterfall was replaced with a dam. (laughs) Damn you, waterfall. (laughs) And hydroelectric power station in the mid-1900s. The river monster is sometimes called the white monkey for his human-like appearance, but with webbed hands, has been seen several times since 1547. Sometimes you hear him in the night saying, Woo! The most recent was in 1970, and in the 1820s, Joseph Smith, then 12 years old, saw the river monster. He would later go on to establish the Mormon Church. Hmm. River monsters establish churches. The origin of most of our river monsters and sea serpents is unknown, but believed to be of earthly origins. There are hints that the white monkey may be an exception with extraterrestrial alien ties. Copyright. Alien white monkeys. The amphibious river creature has never been caught or captured on film. Hmm. You know, I think uh, the shaman, why would you curse the water? I mean, the water's just doing its thing. Shouldn't he have cursed the guys that threw his family over the waterfall? I don't know, but you know how they could have caught it. They could have just shocked the monkey. <laughs> wow. All right, Peter Gabriel. That's right. <laughs> took a sledgehammer to it. I don't know. What you got, Chris? Especially if he was on Salisbury Hill. <laughs> well, Chad, I'll see your white monkey uh-huh. with Henry, the giant eel pig. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> Do you think he might be related to the meth hogs? Well, he might be, Chad, because uh, Henry is in Harrington Lake. Harrington Lake? In Kentucky. Ooh. Like every large man-made lake in North America, Lake Harrington is known as an excellent spot for fishing. The lake contains a high number of different species of fish, including catfish, hybrid striped bass, crappie, and bluegill. But there is said to be one aquatic creature in the lake many fishermen hope to never encounter face-to-face, a creature known as the eel pig. Almost immediately after the creation of Lake Harrington, people from the surrounding area claim to see the eel pig swimming within. The creature is most often described as being roughly 15 feet long with a body like that of an eel 
and a skin tone or pattern reminiscent of a speckled fish. Slathered in tartar sauce and barbecue sauce. And malt vinegar. Mm-hmm. Mm. Crisps. <laughs> it is said to be as fast as a boat at times, and also possess a stubby pig-like snout and a somewhat curly tail, which are both seen poking out above the water when the creature is in the area. Huh. Well. Truffles. <laughs> Some of the theories about the eel pig include possibly misidentified alligator gar or other species, a real pig that was seen swimming in the lake and misidentified as a monster, because, I mean, that happens, a simple prank that took on a life of its own, or an out-of-place alligator. While it's easy to laugh off at first, it should be noted that out-of-place alligators often turn up in unlikely places across multiple states. It is really not that hard to believe that an alligator made its way up the Mississippi River and eventually down the Kentucky River into Lake Harrington. I'd believe it. So there you go. Any victims? Doesn't say. Oh. I don't I don't think Henry's killed anybody. Mm-hmm. I think he just kind of cruises around in the lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a pig eel. Like, hey, I'm an eel pig. Or eel Not pig. a pig eel. It's an eel pig. That's right. The other one that's reversed, so it's they have right. a harder time pooping. So it has four legs and just a long body. It looks yeah, like a right. it's, it looks like a cross between a uh, dachshund and a pig. Well, They're real long. I'm surprised they don't sell those now with like get more bacon out of them. Make cr- those and crocodiles. <laughs> They're hypoallergenic. They are. You won't get sick, but you might lose a finger. That's right. Well, would you like to hear about another one? Sure. I have one right here. All right. It's the White River Monster from Arkansas. Arkansas? Arkansas, or Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> the White River Monster is one of Arkansas's premier mysteries. Since 1915, along the White River, uh, the monster has appeared several times and has become a local legend. Sightings of Whitey... <laughs> nice. ...began in 1915, <laughs> but were sporadic until 1937. On July 1st of that year, Bramlett Bateman, good my, good guy, good man, owner of a plantation, well, maybe not, owner of a plantation <laughs> near the river saw the monster. He reported it as having gray skin and being as wide as a car and three cars long. Wow. <clears throat> so they began construction of a huge rope net to capture the monster. That's what I'd do. A rope net? Mm-hmm. Because they don't make those sticky traps that big. Mm-mm. The monster had been seen in an eddy. So a driver was brought in to search for it. A diver. Driver. Diver. (laughs) Anyway. However, Whitey was not captured, and construction (laughs) of the net stopped because of the lack of money and materials. So they used up all the rope. Catch Whitey. Mm -hmm. In 1971, the sightings began again, and when someone reported seeing a gray creature with a horn sticking out from its forehead... Other witnesses described it as having a spiny back 20 feet long. Later, a trail of three-toed to 14-inch prints were found in the river area. Crushed vegetation and broken trees were evidence that something large had passed by. Mm. And somebody found that pile of duty. And it was assumed that the tracks were whiteys. In 1973, the legislation (laughs) signed into a law, a bill by State Senator Robert Harvey creating the White River Monster Refuge along the White River. The area is located between the southern point of the river and the northern point on White River, known as Rosie. It is legal to harm the monster inside the refuge. While there have been no recent sightings, theories about Whitey abound. It is hypothesized Mm. 
to be anything from a huge fish mm-hmm. to an elephant seal, though none of the theories fully explain Whitey. So, Whitey is the great white mystery. Elephant seal in Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Arkansas elephant seal. I mean, maybe. I mean, I hear they're good eating. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Just from certain individuals. Whitey's just out there flopping around all 20 cars worth of him or however long he was. Three. I think One so. One car wide, three cars long. Something like that. 80 cubits by 40 cubits. <laughs> well, Chad. Uh-huh. To finish up our foray into non-Nessie-like lake monsters and critters. Sea monkeys. Yes. They're disappointing. The world's largest the sea end. monkey. <laughs> they don't look anything like the pictures of them. On I've the, never seen one drive a car. The they don't wear crowns. Fly a space shuttle. One doesn't have blonde hair. Barbecuing in the backyard. No. Chad, we'll finish her up <laughs> with uh, the Lake Chellin Monster. Chellin? Like a velon. Yeah, damn near kill him. Now, this one, Chad, I'm, I'm going to start you off and just tell you. Uh-huh. You know, you come to face-to-face with, like, an alligator. Bad enough, right? Yeah. Well, what if the alligator had wings? Horry <laughs> shit. He could fly and, like, attack you from the air. Flying alligator? Yeah. Lake Chellin is a 55-mile-long lake and is said to be 1,400 feet deep. It's pretty deep. It's located in Chellin County, northern Washington. There have been many claims over the years of underwater caverns in the lake that the lake is connected to other area lakes, and even some think there's an underwater connection to the Pacific. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. The Lake Chellin dragon is thought to be related to the Loch Ness Monster, who is believed to be a female. The dragon is believed to be the male, as it has the ability to fly. Local natives to the area have a long-running history with encounters with the Lake Chellin dragon. According to one legend, Native Americans discovered a devil living in its depths and tried to kill the beast by damming the lake, but the monster survived. Mm. Damn you, lake! flew away. The creature resurfaced in 1892. According to a local newspaper, an unidentified young man was bathing in the lake with some very sharp jaws locked into his legs. The man screamed for help, and two of his friends tried to pull him out. But the hungry monster had other plans. After a life-and-death game, game of tug of war, the men dragged their friend onto the beach, with the creature still clamped onto his legs. Oh, no. <laughs> the thing had the legs and body of an alligator, the head and eyes of a snake, a scaly tail, and bat wings. Wow. And though its skin was soft as velvet... The beast was impossible to kill. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a sign. Soft as velvet, but impossible to kill. Remember that song? I do. The men attacked the monster with knives, rocks, and sticks to no avail. The creature wasn't letting go. Eventually, they gave up and let the creature have their friend. No. <laughs> Eventually, they built a fire and dragged the dragon over the flames. <laughs> hey, Flaming dragon. That got a reaction. A bad one. The dragon flapped its wings and soared into the air with the man still in its mouth. Suddenly, it dived into the lake, disappearing along with its victim. Hmm. So, uh, here you go, Chad. Flying, snaky alligator monster. Sounds like a KFC commercial. Well, that was pretty fascinating, Chris. (laughs) Flying sea serpent monster dragon creature thing. Yeah, so, 
Mm-hmm. They don't all look like Nessie, Chad. Even even the one they think is Nessie's husband <laughs> doesn't yeah. look like Nessie. It's like the murderous aqua bears of China. <laughs> really? They, they have little hearts on their chest. But they shoot out death. <laughs> Isn't that the Care Bears? Yeah, maybe I'm confusing some stuff. I was sick for a while. All right, so Lake Monsters. Yep, pretty fascinating <laughs> stuff. Like, uh, you know, like uh, we say, we just give you a little taste. We're a little not, taste. We're not here to write a book. That's what the interwebs is for. That's right. You can believe it. If you would like to know want. more, log on to Google. The more you know. <laughs> Knowing's half the battle. Okay, Google. Huh? Huh? What? I don't know. You Occasionally you say things that I makes me think that... I might say more. You're high or... On life. Well, Chris, where can they find out more about us and the Google. show? Oh, oh <laughs> about yeah. us. Mm-hmm. You know one place you can go to get high on life, Chad? <laughs> Glad you said on life. Where's that, Chris? Paironormalguys.com. Fascinating. I'm pretty sure that we're up to date on uh, the bills. So it should still be working. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> com. You can also find us on Facebook. At? Facebook Paranormal Guys. Facebook.com slash Paranormal Guys. That's right. <laughs> and Instagram. And I don't keep at it. Paranormal Guys. Yeah. You, you take care of that, right? I try to. Yeah. I still share stuff on Facebook. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah, so go to paranormalguys.com, uh-huh. listen to the show, see stuff when we put it up, mm-hmm. if we do. That's right. <laughs> we're, we're, that's our res, That's the Paranormal Guys resolution for 2018. Actually do more stuff yeah, that we well, say we're going to do. <laughs> we've got things planned. It's just a matter of getting the ball rolling again. But yeah, then uh, check Facebook. Chad puts all kinds of interesting links and things there. I try. I'll occasionally throw something up there. Mm-hmm. Instagram, I'll occasionally throw a picture up there, and hopefully if we get the ball rolling on a few other little projects, there'll be quite a few more Instagram things going up there. For those with busy lifestyles, we just let you dip a toe. That's right. You don't have to go swimming. You can just dip a toe. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big uh, time commitment to go to our Facebook or Instagram. No, but you'll still enjoy it. Paranormalguys.com is full of fun and adventure. It is, and there's links there to Small Town Monsters and Creature Replica. and Let's not forget our good friend who does her music. And William Blanchard's pages. Uh-huh. And go, like we talked about earlier, go to his YouTube page, subscribe. Go to his Facebook page, like him. And that's at facebook.com slash William Blanchard Soundtrack. He's a musical genius. He is. Hopefully they'll hear from us again in um, three months, four months. No, a couple weeks. Would that be a... Oh, you want me to do the sign Yeah, you're supposed to. Oh, I forgot about that. What the hell's that. wrong with you? Been... You came up with it. You were like... <laughs> Shut up. Hey, at least on this show, I'll do uh, my little tagline. You didn't get either one. The hell you say. Have a paranormal week. And I told it that it did not need to come in here because it's too warm for you because you have fur on your body.